It is time now to spotlight the cruise industry because the three major lines are down in a big way, down 45% this year, down 60% in the last one year. Ivan finds us with us, senior partner, chief investment officer, and director of research at Tigris Financial Partners. And you think that this group is oversold too much to the downside. So you're not listening to the fact that, um, you know, others are worried about debt and zero case scenarios. Uh, well, the industry, no industry has been hurt more by the pandemic than the cruise industry, but I believe no industry will have proven to be more resilient. I mean, this industry went through almost a year and a half with no revenue. Now they are ramping up and a lot of them will be running at almost full capacity. The ships, I'm sorry, will be have the full fleets operational by the um, middle of the summer. And there's huge demand, pent up demand for travel and for cruise vacations. So I think that you could see the industry and all four, all three of the publicly traded cruise lines trade at, um, excuse me, have a revenue level returning to its peak levels of an exceeding 2019. Yeah. So, you know, one of the concerns was weaker occupancies and pricing. Um, you know, maybe that's also to do with you had a resurgence in COVID. You have inflation running so hot that maybe people are pinching their wallet a little bit. Do you think that once the Fed raises rates a little bit and there's less inflationary pressure, people will go back to the cruise lines? Or they're just not missing well, out? You think they're just going to hit it? No, I, I, I think, first of all, no vacation offers you a better value than a cruise vacation for your travel dollar. Yeah. So um, there is some refl inflation resistance there. You get lodging, entertainment, food, uh, the opportunity to visit different cities. So as far as value, the cruise industry offers the best value. And there's the consumer has never been more flush. There's over $2.5 trillion in excess savings on consumers' balance sheet. And consumers have less debt than they do today than they did prior to the pandemic in 2019. So the consumer is in better shape. The industry is in better shape. They put all kinds of protocols in place to, for safe travel and to handle any issue if there is a resurgence in uh, COVID-19 breakouts. So I think you have uh, an opportunity to participate and get in on stocks that are just unbelievably oversold, that all three are well capitalized. And I think my number one pick is Norwegian. It has the youngest fleet. It's going to increase their fleet more than 50 percent from 2019 with new ships. New ships drive the biggest demand. Everybody wants to go on the newest ships. The new ships are more fuel efficient and cheaper to operate. They offer more amenities and new features. So I think that you will see a tremendous rebound over the next year in the shares of the crew stocks. And Norwegian remains my number one pick. I love this. I love this discussion because it really is an optimistic one. And we've seen a lot of people getting in and out of these names throughout this last since the pandemic began. I mean, these are heavily traded stocks one way or the other. So with the Norwegian, for example, at ten dollars, 88 cents a share, how quickly? Because basically they're all at 52 week lows. There was so much excitement about this group right at one point. But now worries. So how quickly can it turn around and start to move to, uh, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks? Well, it's hard to say what the timing will be because, I mean, we're all looking for a bottom in the market and there's just a lot of uh, headwinds right now. 
But I think for patient and long-term investors, you got to be buying these stocks here. And my number one pick is Norwegian. Number two is Royal, then followed by Carnival. And I think that for patient investors, they will be well rewarded. Right. And you said even um, that you feel that they have strong pricing and that the, the spending that people are doing on board is good enough, right, with occupancy increases. Are you feeling the same way about hotels or airlines? Well, yes, because we still have this um, huge pent up demand for travel and consumers shifting back to before the pandemic, consumers were spending on experiences and travel during the pandemic. When everybody was in lockdown, consumers were spending on home furnishings. And when you were sheltering in place, they were fixing up their places and it shifted back. Now that consumers can go out and travel, they are doing that. Um, the CEO of Hilton said uh, last month that Hilton is booked at its highest level in the 104 year history of the company and at, very, at probably highest average uh, room rates. So um, people will tell you that anytime you're going to book a, a flight or book a hotel, everybody is shocked about what it costs, yeah. but people are still doing it because they, they've been waiting so long and, and been saving for so long to go on a vacation that they want to go. And they want to go. And so less worried, as you said, people have less debt than they did pre-pandemic. So even if they're digging into the savings or using the credit cards, they're still feeling better than before. So what's the final takeaway on the market overall? I mean, when we see the S&P today at 37.81, are you thinking that the entire market is oversold as well, Ivan? Yes, I do. I think, first of all, the market has been oversold on this over fear of inflation and this fear of a recession that I don't think will materialize or to least the, the fear that it will materialize. I mean, first, we've got a, the biggest issue right now is oil prices. I mean, the, the price of gasoline is taking its toll on the consumer. And even if it's not on their pocketbook, it's certainly on their mindset right now about spending. Right. So we need some some pullback in oil prices. And I think we are starting to see that. That's a positive. Uh, but yeah. I think that the commodity prices, oil prices, and what has the Fed has done so far, and the tremendous increase in rates across the Treasury yield curve, I believe, has done a lot of the work in slowing or will slow down the economy. And the Fed will not have to be as aggressive as a lot of people feel. And I, I don't think we will get to a 3.5% Fed funds rate by the end of the year. I think we won't even break 3%. I think the, the Fed may go to 25 to 2 and 3 quarters and then mm -hmm. pr probably stay there for a while or even back off a tiny bit. Right. So a pause or even back off a tiny bit so that they won't need to be as aggressive as they seem because right now they're front loading, no doubt. Ivan Feinseth, nice to speak with you. So saying that these cruise lines are oversold, you had Norwegian, Royal Caribbean and Carnival that you like today. Ivan Feinseth of Tigris Financial Partners. Thanks, Ivan. Great to see you. Thanks. Have a great July 4th weekend.